Hi, I'm Ben Miller from University Relations here at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, and we're a proud sponsor of WIS Politics and WIS Business Podcasts. You're listening to WIS Business, the podcast, Wisconsin's business news source. Now, here's your host. Hi, everybody. This is Alex Mo here for WIS Business, the podcast. Today, I'm joined by Dr. Christina Wickman from the Medical College of Wisconsin. She's an associate professor of psychiatry, obstetrics, and gynecology, and oversees the Periscope Project, which will be the subject of our discussion here today. Dr. Wickman, thank you so much for talking with me. Thank you for having me. So to start off, I'd like to jump right into our discussion by asking you to explain why is there such a need for a program like this? So perinatal mood and anxiety disorders, so those mood and anxiety disorders that occur throughout pregnancy and postpartum period up to one year after delivery are the most common complication of childbirth. Um, And it's not something that we typically think of um, when we're thinking about childbirth as being a, a major complication. The other issue is that most of our providers, our obstetricians, midwives, family practice docs, um, even psychiatrists have very little education about the mood and anxiety disorders that can occur during pregnancy and postpartum. And so it really has become a very subspecialty niche area of medicine in which a lot of providers simply don't feel comfortable treating. Absolutely. I, I spoke just this past week with a doctor in Appleton who said the Periscope Project is enormously helpful for her. She uses it a lot with her own patients. And she brought up that same issue you just mentioned, which is a lot of people, a lot of care providers, don't have a strong educational background in psychiatry for, for women in this in this position. Can you explain maybe what are some reasons for that? Why is that? Right. I think, so our obstetricians will just kind of, Uh, utilize them as an example, they have so much that they have to be able to learn in their four-year residency program, um, both with obstetrics and gynecology and surgical procedures. Unfortunately, mental health disorders, even just within their subpopulation, is not an area of requirement. Um, And so while they may be exposed to that through their patients, they don't have a lot of formal education or formal training on it. The other piece is that this area of medicine, perinatal psychiatry, is changing incredibly rapidly. And so what physicians maybe were taught um, or learned during their residency or early clinical years is very different than it was 10 or 15 years ago. Mm. Um, And in fact, um, the field is changing, not quite month by month, but I would certainly argue year by year. And so keeping on top of the nuances of that information is is difficult for a a very busy provider whose this this is not their area of expertise. Absolutely. The doctor that I spoke with mentioned that um, I guess very few people in this state are sort of educated to deal with 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 women in this position and, and help them. I guess, can you talk about how does, how does this program connect to, to people in that, in that position and how does the average user go about connecting with these folks? So we've, we've opened up the Periscope Project to really be available to any healthcare provider or healthcare professional who is caring for pregnant or postpartum women. So it doesn't have to be a prescriber or physician. It can be a social worker, a lactation consultant, um, a nurse midwife, really anybody who's touching the lives of these patients. And then what we do is really cater 
the consultation to the scope of practice of that provider. Mm. Um, and so we're really trying to be as inclusive as we can. Um, what we then do is kind of talk about the case that, that is being presented and talk about some different options. Medication may be an option if I'm talking to a prescriber, mm. um, but if I'm talking to a social worker or a lactation consultant, even just identifying community resources, such as a therapist, um, a peer-to-peer support group, um, different um, non-medication ways to be able to support new moms um, through the emotional distress that they may be experiencing. So we're, we're really trying to come about this as, as many different ways as we can to meet both providers where they're at um, to be able to meet patients where they're at. Mm, I see. I recently wrote about a milestone that you guys hit breaking the 400 number for the number of people involved with this program now. And I know that exceeded several early goals for your guys' program. Looking ahead, are you trying to expand that number further? And if so, can you talk about your strategy for doing so? Absolutely. So we've only been operational for just over a year. Um, So we first became operational in July of 2017. um, And our our one-year goal was 250 providers, so we kind of blew past that and hit 400 in that first year. Yeah. I think our, our goal, our next big goal, is the 500 mark, and I, I think we'll probably, we'll easily, I think, hit that within the next year. Is what our goal is at this point. Um, when we started this project, we were really focused in the greater Milwaukee area, um, and now um, recognizing how successful it has been, and we've kind of gotten the kinks out of everything, for lack of a better term, um, we've really been expanding. Um, and so we're traveling all over the state to meet with um, healthcare systems, doctors, um, nurses to talk about our program. Um, so we've had quite a bit of uptick in. Madison, um, Greater Madison area, Green Bay and Appleton, um, La Crosse, um, and so it's easier to hit the bigger cities, and now we're trying to come up with a strategy to hit these more rural areas where there may not be as many providers and, and certainly not the availability of subspecialty mental health care. So we're working on creation of a strategy um, to get to our, our rural areas of Wisconsin next. Gotcha. Excellent. Well, I appreciate you sharing your strategy there and, and talking about some of these things for the podcast today. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for having me. Take care. You've been listening to Wisp Business, the podcast. Now stay tuned for a word from our sponsor. Hi, I'm Ben Miller from UW-Madison, and we're a proud sponsor of Wisp Politics and Wisp Business Podcast. UW-Madison is one of our state's greatest economic engines, accounting for $15 billion in economic impact statewide. UW-Madison is working for Wisconsin.